Thank you for listening to another episode of SNTR Presents, which is today on SNTR Presents. It's sort of our our topic for the day and our poll read through. You know, what are we breaking down? Well, Outriders Cheats is what we're breaking down today. And if you're listening to this in the other locations, you can always catch these discussions live. Just go to SNTRlive.com and that will bring you to the channel where we do these. We've got live poll interactions and a back and forth with the chat. So if you're here in the live chat or you've left responses on this poll, we appreciate you being here. Now, the reason I'm covering this is I, I wanted to kind of get a feel for what the audience thought. You know, is cheating in a game like Outriders a big deal? Why or why not? That is the question that I pose to people in the poll response. Okay, I said, you know, is it a big deal? Why or why not? We have a 72-28 split out of 600 votes. Uh, 72% are saying yes, it is a big deal. 28% saying no. So the number of people saying no is kind of rising. At first it was an 80-20 split. It's working toward being a 70-30 split. And... I know there's a lot behind that. And so when we read through these responses, I mean, you know, I'm hoping some of the people that clicked no will maybe explain themselves because I understand some of where people are coming from when they're like, who cares if you cheat in a game like this? Why is it that big of a deal? Why does it really matter? So we're going to be walking through the responses, but I need to thank Pico. My man Pico became a member or probably renewed his membership. And then Cody coming in and becoming a member. Thank you for so much for clicking that join button. If you guys want to support me directly, that is a great way to do it. Click that join button or use the join command. You get a badge, emotes, and it is a paid membership every month to support what we do here. Michael, with the first response to the poll, says, There's no world's first or PvP aspect to this game. Lock them in their own room and throw away the key. Doesn't hurt anyone but their own experience. Agreed. And that is uh, what Outriders cheats will get. That's actually what they're going to do, essentially. They're going to keep them from messing with legit players, like they will not get matched with legit players. They will only get matched with other cheaters, which obviously will hurt their matchmaking times. It's going to take them longer because there's always a small percentage of them. We're going to break that down on the 10-minute talk. There is a smaller percentage of them comparatively to legit players, which means when it comes time to matchmake, I, it, it's you're not going to have anybody to match, you know. It's 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 not going to be a quick process, and truth be told, that might be a reason enough to keep people from doing it. You know, they're not going to want to have this 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 sense of like, dude, I can't even play the dadgum game. Now, you don't necessarily have to match make to play, so this isn't like some of the other games where. Anytime you go into an instance or a fight or a, or a mission or whatever, you need people there with you. That's not the way this game is necessarily set up. I played most. Uh, I played most of the demo um, by myself. And Thank you for listening. Uh, the reason, sorry about that. The reason that I did that was because I wanted to keep things sort of uh, in a perspective of like, what does this game feel like? whenever I'm playing by myself. I wanted to get a sort of a pure experience. I want to get this pure experience of the game and and what it felt like by myself. Now, once the game launches, though, I'm probably not going to want to do that. I'll probably pull people in. I'll probably pull folks in from the community and play with them on a pretty regular basis because... In general, I think that that's a better experience as well. Like, you want to matchmake. Now, you're not forced to matchmake. So, it wouldn't surprise me if a lot of the cheaters just don't care about this. 
they end up not caring about it. They're like, well, who gives a crap? They're like, I'll just play by myself and run my happy little cheats, and I don't ever have to worry about matchmaking, because who needs matchmaking when you're cheating? You have every legendary, you're super strong, and you can just move through the content with ease. So, the, the good news is, if they do want to matchmake, they're not going to end up in your game if you are a legit player. That's just not going to happen. They're, they're going to be uh, totally separate from you. And I think that's, that's really, really important. Because the only way, uh, the only way to ensure that this sort of thing, you know, stays sort of protected is through that method. I, I get that, like, banning people is effective, but I honestly think sometimes it's more effective to sequester people. Number one, sometimes they're probably too stupid to notice. It's just some kid using his mom's credit card to buy cheats and to play the games, and he doesn't care. He's not even using the matchmaking. He's not doing any of that. So it's probably easier to be like, just let that guy live in his own little island of Cheatville. Who gives a crap? It's not worth the effort of banning him and 1,800 other people, and now they're mad, and now they're going to try and like cheat in a ragey, sort of malicious way, instead of just like, I'm just going to play by myself and give myself guns. So... It's, it's the irony here, or maybe not the irony, it, it seems like it's going to be, you know, counterintuitive uh, that this might be a more effective way of dealing with cheaters, because how many of them will just continue to, like, happily cheat privately by themselves? Now, obviously, there's no PvP, and there's no World's First Races, so that's going to probably be a factor in, like, you know nobody cares now they're going to care obviously if there's pvp because then they can't matchmake against people to win they're just sitting in a matchmaking you know a matchmaking spinner it just keeps spinning and can't find anybody well then sure that's that's going to be an issue they're going to notice and they're going to get angry and then they're going to you know maybe make a new account but in this case it'll probably be actually a lot better uh for the developers that i have to deal with it Arch Enigma responded to our poll. If you're new, if you're in the audience, you're having a good time. This is something we do Monday through Friday. Variety game coverage. And today we're talking about Outriders gameplay will shame cheaters with a watermark. And it's going to sequester them and keep them private uh, from playing with you. Take our poll with the poll command. Be sure to hit subscribe and the bell button. Arch Enigma says... Matching with someone in co-op that is plowing through and invalidating everything certainly hurts player morale and can completely break them out of the game loop. Cheats are not only a PvP problem. Yep, and Outriders cheats will certainly do that. You have to understand that if you're going to play a game like this and you're going to get matched with somebody who has every gun, every ability, every whatever, they've basically manipulated everything into their favor, it's going to have an effect on your experience if you play with them. It's not just going to be like, oh, well, he's really strong, that's cool. No, he's really strong, and he's running through everything. You also don't know to what degree somebody could cheat in a game like this, whether it's a speed hack or a damage hack. Any any number of those types of things where I, rem- I, I I recounted the story this morning of playing Borderlands with guys who had hacked weapons and they were just one shotting everything and it was it just it completely invalidated that early game experience. I mean I don't know about you but for me that early game experience is really important. It's kind of where you fall in love with the content loop. It's kind of where you're like oh this is what I'm going to be doing for the next however many hours. And if that, if that 
experience gets corrupted, it can really affect somebody's experience as well as their long-term sort of commitment to the game. So it's not just about protecting your experience because, like, they care about you. Like, oh, we don't want your experience to be ruined. No, they want you to have a really good time. Because if not, then you're less likely to come back or, or buy an expansion in the future or care about their game. And if less people play, matchmaking suffers. And if matchmaking suffers, other players might feel like, man, nobody ever plays this game, dude. I can't ever get matched with anybody. They have a vested interest in keeping cheaters out of the matchmaking pool because it can affect so much of the player base's trajectory and health in those early weeks and in those early days. It's actually more important than I think a lot of people probably think. Joe Carlota says, if you cheat in a strictly PvE game, you'll cheat in a PvP game. The game can't grow organically with cheaters among the rest of the population. Uh, I see that and agree. Um, Outriders release is important. It's an important release for them. It's a brand new product that, you know, the, the, the release of the game needs to be protected and you, you're going to hurt that organic growth as you're saying uh, I, I think it's very important one time I ever used a trainer was for Marvel's Avengers for faster XP games since the game was grindy and I only played it offline generally speaking unless unless a game really really is squeezing me I don't want to do that if there is a disproportionate or an inordinate amount of what I call squeeze, where the player is getting squeezed, like everything's going to take a friggin' lifetime, okay? And a lot of the times, if that's happening, I honestly would probably not even do what you did. I would just put the game down. Once a game squeezes me to the point where I would feel motivated to use something like you're saying, like an XP hack or a trainer or something, once it takes me to that place, I'm actually probably more likely to put the game down than to install a trainer or something. Why? Because if the only way for me to enjoy the game is to create a... a, a, an experience that they didn't design basically, then I'm not really enjoying the game, right? I I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm, you know, slipping in the the, the back door and kind of cheating in order to like, hopefully enjoy it if I can get around all this stuff. Ordinarily, at least in my experience, when a game is doing that, it's probably not going to be a game that I'm going to enjoy that much anyway, because that's one of probably many things they've made as far as design level decisions, they probably made a whole host of decisions like that where I am not going to enjoy this game more than likely. When I was squeezed to cheat, it was money in various games in my childhood that trivialized it in the end. I never felt uh, complete cheating in Skyrim after so many hours. Again, it dies out faster. It, It becomes, it's not even a game anymore. You're doing something else. You're playing some other game beneath the game that isn't even the game itself. It I don't know. It's it's like you're not actually playing, you know, Avengers. You're playing another game which is called cheating in Avengers. Do you see what I'm saying? Now you do whatever you want. If you if you think it, it can get you to a place where you enjoy it anyway, great, bully for you. I can't I can't do that creating a false experience yeah it, it's it's you're only in, in in interacting with like the shell of the game it, it's sort of like you're i don't know there's something 
there's something odd about it and I immediately kind of unplug and can't do it. Certain games, like as soon as the content loop goes in a certain direction, I can't play the game. I can't do it. Um, I have I have that experience with uh, rogue games. If it's a rogue light game or rogue like, I don't know what the difference is. In any case, if it has rogue elements where you die and you start over. I enjoy the game for an afternoon and then I can never bring myself to come back to it. Curse of the Dead Gods, Hades, Dead Cells, you know, any one of those. Now we're going to be checking out the DLC for Binding of Isaac this week. That'll be a perfect game for the 31st. I, I, somebody left me that as a comment on YouTube. So the gaming channel is now fully booked this week. Um, two games today, two games Tuesday and two games Wednesday uh, were fully booked. And so the crazy the crazy thing is is that whenever whenever I'm you know looking at games like that I will literally see so much about Hades and so much about Curse of the Dead Gods that I love but as soon as the rogue elements start hitting there's a part of me that just I can't latch on to the game I, I can't do it there's a there's a part of me like I played Binding of Isaac for a couple of days and then after that I'm like I just I can't go back I can't go back. And that game has sort of like an it feels like it has some progression and like an end in sight, but at the same time it it also just kind of doesn't. You're just you just you feel that sense of I'm starting over again. The only game I enjoyed that had a very very small amount of rogue element and it wasn't really even a rogue was Sundered. Sundered would send you back to the beginning, but everything was saved. Every room you cleared, every boss you killed, every secret you found, all the points you got, everything. And usually, by the time you actually did die and went back to the beginning, you had all those points to spend in your skill tree, and it was really enjoyable. And then you kind of retrace your steps back to where you were. It was it it was probably the lightest amount of rogue I've ever seen put into a game. And it wasn't even really a rogue. It was just your respawn point was at the beginning instead of like at a checkpoint. That was literally it was really not even a rogue, right? Are you going to cover Cyberpunk 1.2 patch as a topic? Probably. Isn't that the one they just released? I think I might have to wait. I think I might have to wait cuz I want to cover Cyberpunk from an angle of like will this game ever be you know, not trash. Um, you know, I want to. I want to cover it, but at the same time, it, it has to be something that people are searching for. So, if you guys are enjoying this morning, a bunch of new people have kind of tuned in. We're reading through responses to the daily poll. We do this every day. We pick a topic, a variety of gaming topics, and today I asked the question. Is cheating in a game like Outriders a big deal? Why or why not? You can use the poll command and leave a response. If you want to make sure you're here for these, be sure to click subscribe and the bell button. Monday through Friday, we're here with a different topic every day. And if you want to be included in these poll reads that I do, uh, I'm even recording it right now for the podcast that we upload later. You want to make sure you're here early in the morning and I am a safe for work broadcaster so you can kind of put me on and leave me on in the background and not have to worry about what I'm going to say Um, I'm going to restart my cyberpunk character it says soon oh well I mean once we have details and the patch comes out I mean that's a game we could always dive into fresh once it's been fully patched and just see like what I think and we could do like like cyberpunk is it worth playing now kind of a talk kind of a review you know what I mean uh, I wish you would play it and would realize it's not a trash game. Homie, I saw the gameplay. <laughs> I, I, I saw the gameplay. It, 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 was, pre- it was pretty bad. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty bad. Um, so, 
Matt responded to the poll here. Matt said, cheating in a single player game is fine, but as soon as they're online or group play, it ruins the experience. A good example of this is Diablo 3 on console. It's full of hacked items that are duped and shared easily. Uh, I had that happen in Borderlands 1. Don't want that in Outriders release. You don't want that in uh, in the Outriders release. Because man, oh man, like I literally put down Borderlands 1. I put down Borderlands 1 and it took me a long time to come back to it. I was just it, I just couldn't do it. It was and it was my first experience with Borderlands 1. It was like, let me check this game out. Let me play. Let me play with my buds. I heard good things about this game and then they ruined it for me. And the same thing would happen if you get matched with, you know, a, a cheater. You're 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 not going to be able to like enjoy the game. You're going to have this sense of like this doesn't feel like the game that they designed. Well, because it's not the game that they, they designed. It's it's something else in, in entirely. Um, so, uh, <clears throat> so, all right. Uh, next comment from TSMI. I think so. Since this is a game that has matchmaking, I, I like the way they're handling the cheaters. Um, uh, I love what they are doing to Outriders cheaters. I love it. Um, because I, I again, I think a lot of these people aren't even going to realize that it's happened to them. <laughs> you know, I, I, I honestly do. I, I think a lot of people are, are going to not even notice that it's happened to them. They're just going to kind of keep on keeping on. And, uh, they're they're not going to really affect your game now again there's no pvp here so it's not like you're going to go up against a cheater that slips through the cracks and have in and, and then get you know killed and obliterated and be grumpy i will say this though you may run into them you know we, we need to be honest about this okay let's not act like that you know let's not act like that, that you're never going to run into them if somebody decides to start cheating on a tuesday and you get matched with them. Well, of course, of course, you, you're you're gonna run it. You're gonna end up playing with them, and be like, "What in the frick is this guy doing?" And then you know the hope would be they would get caught end of day, and then they'd be sequestered, and then you know, uh, then that'd be the end of it, right? Um, there's some hot news for you about what about uh, Cyberpunk? The stuff you guys are just talking about. The you know, so let's not act like you're never gonna run into them. You are. You're gonna run into them. It's gonna be annoying, you know, if they're if they're killing everything really fast or they're doing something weird or they clearly have all the legendaries and it's like, you know, the second day that the game is out. Um and you know, that that'll be a bummer, but at the same time, you know that they can you know, they got your back. They're gonna they're, they've got you covered. They're not gonna be um doing that what happens to them so if they're caught cheating they will no longer be able to matchmake with legit players they will only be able to matchmake with other people who have been caught cheating and it'll put a watermark on them in the game to show that they're a cheater now I don't know if that means we're ever going to get to see that like you're not going to be like walking around the town and be like there's a cheater but if they want to upload any videos or guides or anything or any highlights everybody who sees the video is going to be like you're a cheater we, you know we can see the watermark um, people can fly said that they may add PvP in the future, so anti-cheat is a must. Um, I don't even know. The legal department of Activision asked to shut down skill-based math-making warzone site within the next two days. 
This was the go-to page to check stats for Warzone. Take down. Oh, a site. An SSBM Warzone site? Why are they taking it? Oh, you mean like news to cover on the channel. I mean, somebody could put that in the Discord uh, as uh, as a potential uh, news news coverage thing. Um, I, I This week's going to be mostly Outriders, though. So... But if it's if it's brand new news, I mean we, we, we could always do a double header. We're considering on some days doing more than one topic. Uh, that's always a potential. Uh, we need we, we only need twenty five more likes to roll the likes over to seven hundred guys. If you're here and enjoying the show, it's totally free to click that like button. Agent Atwood responded to the poll and said, Of course it's an issue. Cheating is cheating no matter what. The only time cheating shouldn't be enforced is when a person isn't cheating and their teammate is without their... Uh, oh, when someone is cheating and... see, Oh, their teammate is without their knowledge. Cheater gets punished. Um, yeah. Uh, Bungie's approach to this is silly. TBH. Yeah, the idea that like, if you're caught playing with a cheater you might get banned or whatever i know why they're saying that because like you could you know basically play with your buddy he could be on a burner account he cheats you all the way you know to the lighthouse and then you know you didn't know like sure you know i could i could see them saying like in this in this certain situation but again how many people are even in that category that you need to have that like in your in your terms of service not to mention how many times are you going to then hit the wrong person um no you can't post the link here the youtube chat does not allow links um you have to have a repeated pattern of playing with a cheater right right and in my situation if the individual from our raid team was in fact running cheats running two raids with him the night before, you can't say that's a repeated pattern of playing with a cheater. I had never played with him prior to that. Well, no, I ran some strikes, I think, a week earlier, because we made fun of him. He kept blowing himself up with a mountaintop. So, I don't think there was a pattern of me playing with a cheater. It was like, run a couple of strikes, a couple weeks later, run a couple raids. I don't think you could claim that's a repeated pattern. If you're playing with a guy every weekend in trials, and this guy is clearly cheating and spawning heavy and aimbotting, you can't be like, oh, I had no idea. And like, it's, you know, it's it's, it's a month later. I, I, I can't see that. I can't see that being being something that they they would enforce regularly with, uh, without, again, like a very, very concrete amount of, uh, of evidence. Um... No, that's not what Bungie claimed. That's what people were speculating. Uh, people were speculating. It was like, oh, it's because you played with that guy. I'm like, no, there's literally no way. It was months later. It was it was a, it was targeted harassment. Is essentially what it was. It was we're gonna take your plat. We're gonna take your ability to play this game away from you because we don't like what you're saying. Um, it was it was a vindictive form of revenge. Is all it was. And people get on their alt accounts to try to drum up rumors because they probably know the real reason. Um, So, Brian Murray responded to the poll and said, I'm okay with being called out and marked as long as they can prove it was a choice they made and not something someone did uh, in a pub game. And then the whole team gets bopped. Uh, They outline in detail what it takes. It's, yeah, it's not going to be that simple. Like, yep, you played with a guy, and then, like, you get the, you get marked. Like, no. Um, 
that's that's not that's not going to be that's not going to be a thing. You're not going to get matched with some random guy in a pub game, and then all of a sudden you're you're sitting there with a with a watermark. Um, they outline the things that will will have to take place in order for them to actually do that to you. So. It's pretty clear they... Oh, you're talking about something. Yeah, yeah. Um, off to work, have a good stream. Oh, thank you. <clears throat> people speculating that lack the ability to think critically. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're, you're... I don't even know if people were speculating that, Phoenix. I think people were trying to spread that rumor because they try to churn up... the, the They're trying to make the, the, the waters unclear. Um, so... Uh, Kappa Cami says, Personally for me... Uh, in these only PvE games, specifically in this case where co-op is optional, I feel like there is very few chances of getting a cheater, and even if I do, I don't think it will drastically ruin the game for me, but I understand who just prefers to not deal with that. Um, the Outriders launch needs to be clean and solid, though. I don't, I don't think you can just sort of bank on people being like, oh, it's not that big of a deal, right? The you know what I mean? It's 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 one of those things where I, I can't I can't see most people shrugging that off if they're playing on the launch day. You know what I mean? There are altruists who uh, don't want to believe that Bungie leadership is capable of that outcome. It is what it is. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. Just everybody be patient. Uh, Snatchy Cake says there was a similar debate with Anthem cheating is cheating while it might not uh, have an impact on other players experiences it, it's still cheating it really hurt Anthem though uh, TBH it actually really hurt Anthem in the weeks that followed all those streamers doing that and then you know and uh, they lied to the public and said that they weren't doing it that much and deleted their VODs because that's what an honest person would do um, the the, the, the pattern in the community was set. Everyone was going into content and trying to break it and trying to abuse it and not playing it correctly. And no one, nobody could get through a stronghold. Nobody could get through a stronghold. It was like, there was no way to do it. You, the, the, the pattern had been established in the community. Like, this is the best way to play it. Now, that's not, you don't blame a streamer for that. They certainly helped spread the idea but also the the idea of like oh it's not a big deal was very prominent at that time it was very prominent at that time like people were not understanding why you know they were taking it as kind of a big deal because because it was damaging to the player experience all it took was about a week for people to realize there were really really brute force ways to run content to maximize drops and then that's all anybody wanted to do so you'd get matched with people and it's like nobody's playing the game everybody's doing this weird exploit and so the quality of the game goes down the product they spent all these hours and 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 years designing ends up being you know just smacked around basically by the community and people who do genuinely want to enjoy the game and have a good time their their ability to do that is limited severely limited because you're like I <laughs> I don't I don't understand like nobody's playing the game as it's designed imagine watching trailers playing the demo getting hyped and then coming and playing outriders 
and the entire opening weekend you keep getting paired with people that are using modded weapons and destroying everything and nothing is challenging or hard and you got you got XP that you weren't supposed to get and you're leveled up and you're like what the frick happened like that that's hurting the product and your experience which can inevitably hurt the player base numbers long term the following weekend you might be like, I just don't feel like playing. The, 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 la- the opening weekend was terrible. And now and now less people are playing, less people to matchmake, matchmaking times go up. Like It could have a very, very quick and damaging effect to the game. People just don't think that it matters because they're like, why does it matter? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not playing in a PvP match. There's a bunch of other uh, factors with the Anthem Fortresses. The low drop rates make the community choose the cheese game over the legit. Right, right. It's It certainly was more complex than that, Gilly. But the point is, is that when exploiting or cheating or brute forcing becomes the normative experience, the product has now been damaged and people don't want to play it in the right way. So even if the Anthem developers would have come back a week later or a month later whenever and been like okay we're going to address those drop rates in those strongholds it wouldn't have mattered the the opening week the opening weekend experience that people had was terrible so they're they're now already in a different frame of mind about the game so the point that I'm making is you have to really really quickly clamp down on this because if you don't the product will be ill received by people that paid for it and that's just not something you want to have happen so even if Anthem would have responded very quickly and been like hey uh, next week we're pushing out a patch to make the drop rates far more favorable in uh, in a in a, in a what, are, what were they called they weren't fortresses they were called I just said it a moment ago and now you put fortress in my brain and you supplanted the right term uh, but, but you 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 would it wouldn't matter. He wouldn't care. They'd be like, "Well, I'm already doing it this way. This way's stronghold. Thank you." The strongholds themselves would they would be they would already be sort of corrupt in people's minds. It would already be messed up. One of the things that encouraged me about the early info with Outriders was that they said with the expeditions, you literally will not get the drops until the very end to the very very end well they did that on purpose i can almost guarantee you they made that decision in light of what they saw happen with anthem if you have three sections three bosses and the first boss drops stuff and he's easier than boss two and three people will just crunch the numbers and they're like we can kill this boss 20 times as opposed way faster than running this thing seven times like if you run it seven times that's three bosses three drops three chests right so if you run it seven times that's 21 potential chances it drops well somebody is going to say we can run the first boss 20 times way faster than the entire expedition seven times that's all people do they're just going to crunch the numbers and they're going to take the path of least resistance so people can fly was was they understood and they were like okay we're not going to do that we're going to make you wait until the very very end so it it actually was a was, was a very very good decision i think on their part i was an alpha and beta tester for anthem and i maxed out all classes and completed most high level strongholds anthem lost its player base due to graphical crash crashes and a lack of update well 
their their player base died for a variety of reasons at one level a bunch of people left in weeks one and two because of crashes and load times okay in the weeks that followed weeks three and four the people that were actually trying to enjoy the game the people that were actually attempting to play and have a good time they literally couldn't because the drop rates were terrible inscriptions on the on the gear made no sense the game was completely backwards it was very clear the end game was slapped together it was like this was not thought out there is not a substantive end game here so even there even the core audience that stuck with it waited for quality patches and waited for things to get better even they could not enjoy the game because the game there was nothing there at the end and that was one of the, i think the leading causes so it was kind of a layered problem uh with with anthem it 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 there's there were so many reasons for you to stop playing there were more reasons to stop playing than to continue playing right load times lockups freezes that, that there's a whole host of people that that's enough for them to be like i'm not playing this freaking game i'm out right I'm out of here. So at that level, there's plenty of people that just like, I'm not putting up with this garbage. I, what, what, is, what is this? What is this? I left kicking and screaming, but I had no choice. All of my content turned critical. And then I got a bunch of grief from people that were like, you're just hating on the game. You're just being a hater. I'm like, I'm not being a hater. I literally went to a capture event uh, at EA, like out in where was that? It was out in California somewhere, wasn't it? Anyway, I went to a capture event, and from the very beginning, I said the gameplay content loop is really good. But I have no, we have no info on the end game. We have basic, like surface level info. But when I came back, I told people I was like, everything looks good. I just don't know enough about the end game. That's always going to be the true challenge. That's always going to be the real, the real hurdle for the game to get over and sure enough once we decided that you know, what not once we decided once we discovered that the end game was essentially a shell and there was nothing there a lot of folks were like how am i expected to even do the things that you've built if i want to min max my colossus and get him as strong as possible to up the difficulty there just doesn't seem to be a conceivable way to do that and there were too many people that didn't understand, you know, probability and why we should have been getting, you know, a, a ridiculous amount uh, of, of legendaries. They just, they didn't get it. There were too many people in the community that didn't understand the probability that went into min-maxing and how the game was basically set up and it gave you an impossible task. Min-max your character to go up to the next level of difficulty and that task was virtually impossible. They, were, they did not empower you as a player to do that. And unfortunately, the people that were defending the game near the end of when I stopped playing it, they literally, and I, I, I didn't say this in a mean way, they were just ignorant. It's like, you don't understand what's necessary for this game to thrive because you've either never played a game like this before or you, you think you understand the game they're trying to build. And that's not necessarily on the player. One of the failures of Anthem was they never really cast a vision for what kind of game they were trying to build. You know, you were an interceptor main and you kept getting caught up in the frames. Yeah, yeah, because of how fast you had to move and all those animations and stuff. It was really, it was really kind of, yeah, it was kind of bad at times. Um, I was a, I was a Colossus main. Elijah Noy says, if it doesn't hurt anybody else playing the game, I don't really care. 
Uh, Outriders cheaters will be blocked from matching with legit players. So they they're essentially protecting you from it. So it matters, but they're going to keep it from hurting you. Hopefully. You can see once you finish the game, it had nothing to offer in the end game. Even with hugely generous drop rates, there was nothing there, just a shallow loop. Well, I actually think if they would have had the inscriptions right and the generosity right, they were, I think, in a position to have a very good game, and here's why. They could have done something very similar to what Diablo did, uh, where you're gearing up to go up. So you keep gearing up because the inscriptions are actually sensible and not busted and the generosity is in a good place. And you'd have built up your guy, gone to the next difficulty, gone to the next difficulty, right? And once you got kind of all the way to the end of that road, you would then go and do it with another one of the uh, chassis, with another one of the javelins. Now, the the hope would have been with their launch calendar and with their, their roadmap, that every couple of months they would have given you new strongholds and new experiences and new loot to go and chase and find and gear up and, and, and all of that and it would have been sort of a uh, it would have been sort of a, a seasonal model they would have been able to do that they were not in a position to do that because there was literally no foundation for the end game they had nothing to build on Travis Day's post you know him as the Diablo guy was so spot on with the loot and Anthem too bad they never really fixed the loot I referenced that that guy's post very often in my conversations about loot and generosity and player agency because so many games get it wrong you know so many games get it wrong so Noberto responded to the poll and said it definitely harms the overall experience for people who match make and for the people who are cheating the developers have created a full world with content uh, and it's being mowed down uh, with cheats. Um, that's exactly right. Now, one of the things that you can't really enforce, um, something that I like to quote from that, from Travis Day's post about loot in Anthem, is he said, look, you, you have to protect the player from themselves. And you can only do that for so long, right? Like, if a friend of yours is... Um, Let's say a friend of yours is attempting to quit smoking because they know it's bad for them and you're trying to help them. Well, there's only so much you can do to help your friend. They're still going to go home. They're going to go back to their apartment. They're going to be away from you at intervals of time, right? Your help to your friend has a limitation on it. There's a ceiling on what you can actually do. And there's a ceiling on just how much developers can protect players from themselves. Eventually, it's like people are just going to corrupt their own experience in the game and there's nothing you can do to stop it right you can't stop somebody from being like well i want to cheat and I, so i'm going to i'm going to run i'm going to run some cheats and i'm going to get all the stuff faster than i'm supposed to it was like my friends playing borderlands 2 i was like don't use hacked stuff don't use you know god weapons or i think at the time they were like black weapons like their silhouette was black you couldn't actually see the weapon and they would they would like one shot everything and I was like don't do it don't do it none of the really cool gear none of the really cool guns are going to matter to you because you've been using stuff that was never intended to be in the game and they didn't listen to me like I can only help them to a certain degree I can only try to kind of tell them like 
this is a bad idea. You you know you don't you don't want to you don't want to do this, right? And so, I think it's similar here. You can only protect the player from themselves so much. You can't necessarily uh, you can't necessarily keep them from you know keep them from cheating because you could ban them but then they're just gonna then they're just gonna create another account and then if they create another account they're they're gonna they're not gonna be in a position to say well is my experience even being ruined now they're gonna be more angry that they got banned and they're almost gonna like blame they would kind of ironically blame the developers for that like well you're the one who banned me and now I have to start over uh, it's like, well, if you wouldn't have been cheating, then it wouldn't have mattered. Like, you'd still be playing, right? How is Magic Legends? Yeah, I saw somebody just, uh, Old Soul asked me about that. It is in beta. Um, you know, I don't know if if that's a game I'm going to feature on the gaming channel anytime soon. I was going to maybe wait for the launch because I'm kind of, I'm kind of late, right? I'm kind of late to the party. Even if a game is not good, it's good for me to play it uh, on its launch date on YouTube because people want to see it. It's not about only picking good games; it's about picking new games. That's kind of the that's kind of the secret recipe for the gaming channel right now. Uh, which, if you haven't subscribed over there, use that gaming command. That's where all of the Outriders gameplay will be, and we will be heading over there this afternoon for some more new games. The support of that channel has been incredible. If you're new here and you enjoy what we're doing, I'm reading through poll responses. Always remember to click subscribe and the bell button so you're here early for these polls. Like Sally here. Sally says, I think it's pretty funny that you have to only play with cheaters. LOL, right? I love it. It's a bit of a troll. It's like trolling a troll. Dracus Pander says, if you can affect other players' experience, cheating is always wrong. That said... I modded the crud out of Skyrim and had a blast. I love the Outrider solution to cheaters. Put the giant scarlet letter on the cheating punks. Uh, modding and cheating are definitely similar but vastly different. Um, I agree. There is a big difference between putting Thomas a tank engine in Skyrim uh, and there's a huge difference between putting Thomas a tank engine in Skyrim and someone cheating in a video game. Like They're not quite... Uh, the same. Yeah, yeah, I've seen Unraveled too. I was meaning to play that with my uh, with my wife, uh, Necro. I think she would like it. Um, also, It Takes Two is super fun. If you guys, this is a reason to be subscribed to the gaming channel. Uh, the the gaming channel is really really fun. Hilly and I played It Takes Two on Friday night with some drinks, and man, was it hilarious and just such a good time. We had a great great turnout. We'll be doing it again this Friday. We're, we're going to obviously try and beat that game. And then we're going to keep trying to find, you know, goofy, goofy new co-op uh, games um, from uh, for Friday nights. It, it, it'd be a fun time. Uh, in a joint effort between the police, the gaming giant Tencent, the world's biggest cheat provider, has been shut down after they raked in more than $750 million. Really? Really? The world's biggest cheat provider got shut down. That is so much money. Man, we, we I was going to do a talk on the economy of cheating in video games. Um, like, it's an actual economy now. It, it, it's something... You can make money 
selling cheats and using them. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Uh, that's that's insane. That 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 much profit. Uh, well, maybe not profit. That much money was generated uh, by a cheat company. That is just that's that's <laughs> that is crazy. Zivik says after the demo, I lost interest in this game, but them dealing with cheaters in this way is amazing. Uh, I hear you. Outriders is not for everybody. It definitely isn't. Christopher Wright says, because an on, yes, he says it is a big deal. In an online game, also, uh, you have the expectations of how cheaters can affect legit players as well as matchmaking becomes a problem. Uh, Outriders cheats can definitely harm others' experience. It, it 100% can. There's no doubt about it. There's no, there's no if, ands, ands, or buts about it. If you're going to be playing an online game, then cheating can hurt your experience. Uh, there, there's no question. Um, mainly, mainly because that's not the way the game was intended to be played. And if I, and if I'm going to be playing a game, I want to, I want to experience it the way it was designed. You know, I want to play it the way it was designed. I don't want to have somebody fly through and ruin everything for me. Again, that happened in Borderlands 1, so like, I'm a little bit more, I think, protective of the initiation into a game. Right? Your your initial dive-in. Um, your initial dive-in, I just, I think needs to be pure. It does. It needs to be pure. Um, 29% said yes. No, 29% said no. You're you're you might be uh you, you might be misreading it. So Outriders cheat. So we want to hear from you by the way. If you're here in the live audience and you haven't taken our poll yet, we want to hear from you. Is cheating in a game like Outriders a big deal? Why or why not? Uh, let's refresh the results and see if we're over 800 votes yet. Um, we're super close. We're rated 800, 796 votes. It's a 70/30 split. It's a 70-30 split. 70% are saying yes, it is a big deal, right? And 30% are saying no. Now, again, the reasoning behind that 30%, no one's kind of taken the, 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 the challenge, the Pepsi challenge here to actually talk about it and say, here's why I think it's not a big deal. Virtually all of the responses to today's poll has been, no, it is a big deal. It can hurt the experience of the player. It can, it can damage the reception of the game it can make people feel like the game is bad um you know these are these are common things that have been said today i've not had a single people take the poll today and say that you know it's cheating is totally fine i've had or or it's not that big of a deal um 29% said no that's why warzones overran with them yeah i mean i don't necessarily know if if those two are related cuz cheating in warzone is not necessarily related to this particular situation because the situation that we're talking about here is more of a situation of is cheating in a game like Outriders a big deal? I think people mostly are saying no, mainly because when they look at a game like Outriders, like it's not the same. It's not player versus player. You know, who cares if you get matched with somebody who's cheating? Uh, the operation earned more than seven hundred and sixty-four million U.S. dollars before being shut down on March. 26 2021 so they were shut down three days ago um yeah i don't know 
Can we push for 800 likes? Oh, are we close to 800 likes? We've had a really strong turnout today. Thank you, everybody, for tuning into the show. I appreciate you being here and supporting what I do. Monday through Friday, we're here for about four hours covering a variety of gaming topics. Uh, we will be covering Six Days in Fallujah for t- t- tomorrow. Six Days in Fallujah was like a real controversial title. It's been canceled many, many times, and it is finally launching. We're also going to be doing a lot of Outriders coverage this week because it launches on April 1st. Um, let's see here. We've got the, uh, let's see. I scrolled past the responses. There we go. Smashville uh, Viking says, for me, I want a challenge. I don't want to play with people that make the game easier. Someone is going to ask, what about Destiny Raids? Those are six-man activities. They're pretty easy. Outriders demo captains were pretty difficult if you weren't leveled. Um, Outriders cheats will uh, melt difficulty uh, that's for sure. The, the the entire structure of difficulty could get melted by a cheat. And if you want to feel what it feels like, like this is another thing I never liked. I never liked getting drugged through a game by people who were 20 levels above me. They're like, oh, we'll just kill everything for you. Well, I didn't like that either. That's not necessarily cheating, but it kind of is. Like, the game wasn't designed for you to be running through the area with like AI you know, partners who are just mowing everything down and are super super strong you don't have to fire a single bullet well that's not the way the game is designed it's designed for you to be engaging in the combat you getting new loot and abilities and using those new loot and abilities as opposed to not having to do anything because then you're getting XP that you're not supposed to get. You're getting drops that you're not supposed to get, right? And 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 for and for many other reasons, it's like it's a di- it's it's not the way the game was designed. Uh not not at all designed to be played. And so it's very very similar in Outriders. Again, it would be like having somebody super high leveled coming through and mowing everything down for you, except it's somebody who's cheating. And be, because they're cheating, they're they're essentially ruining your experience. It's not the way that it's meant to be played. You, you, imagine like the first time you encounter a captain, some guy just comes barging in the room and and just mows the guy down, and you're like, "What? That what? I didn't even get to experience it. What's that guy even do? What's he say? What's his attack patterns? You know, you don't get to see any of that. He's just on the ground. You're like, "Oh, cool, it's over." Um, that's, I don't, I don't necessarily think that that's good for really anybody. It's definitely not good for people that just want to play the game and enjoy it. So I always hated when people wanted to play, uh, RPGs that way. Right. I always hated that where it was like, oh, we'll just run through and get everything for you. You just stay in the back. I'm like, I'm not even playing. Like, what am I doing then? Why am I even, why am I even here? I'm just window dressing. I'm just sitting in the back. It, it, it doesn't make any sense to me, right? You're you're basically opting to not play the game. You're opting to not play. You're like, well, I won't play. I'll just sit back here and you guys can do everything for me. That's essentially what would happen if you got paired with cheaters. Uh, if you're scared of it, then play solo. Um, no, no, that's bull. I should not have to play solo because there might be cheaters out there. No, cheaters should be 
dealt dealt with swiftly and they should only match make with cheaters protect the integrity of the game and the matchmaking don't tell me to go play solo that doesn't even make any sense what's going to be the real difference between matching with someone who plays more than you and gets lucky with drops and a cheater well i mean dude there there was literally a guy who gave himself 600 legendary weapons brother like we're, we're not talking about somebody who has some good drops we're talking about somebody who is more than likely more than likely going to be using an, an, an array of cheats. It's not just somebody who's going to have really good drops. It goes far it goes far beyond that. Do you know what I'm saying? Sure, there are going to be times where you go into content and you matchmake and you get matchmade with somebody who is, for whatever reason they're going down to lower difficulty content and they're going to make it a little bit easier for you. That is certainly a thing that can happen. That's not the same as someone being in your game who's cheating and is just absolutely blasting everything. And it's not, you know, it's not hard at all because they're creating a power exchange that's not supposed to be in the game at that point in time. Now, obviously, if you don't want to get matched with someone who's far above your level and is going to make, let's say you're at world tier five, this guy's made it all the world tier 9 and he comes back down and he wants to play and he wants to play you know he wants to he wants to play at the lower levels then he that guy is going to make your game a little bit easier and it might feel like you're playing with a cheater well in that per- particular situation then sure if you want to have that pure experience you're going to want to p- probably play only with your friends or play solo sure you know if you're okay with wasting your time matching in a game uh, just to quit because of a cheater I don't know what to say I'm not sure what you're saying are you saying that I should be okay with playing with cheaters I'm not sure. I'm not catching what you're saying you can only use three at a time either way they will be stronger than you and that's the complaint I'm hearing not arguing for cheating just don't seeing a difference if that's the complaint I think there's a significant difference between somebody being over-leveled and coming down. You want to know why? Not a lot of people are going to do that. Because there's no incentive to do that. When you go down in world tier and you're overpowered, you don't get anything to help you. It's a literal waste of your time. It is. It's an actual waste of your time. So I can't see a lot of players doing that. What I can see players doing is matchmaking and they're overpowered and busted strong because they're using cheats. So they're they're going to hurt your experience if you play with them. You also have to consider there are exploits and there are things like that you know can can affect the flow of the game that wouldn't even be like they're just strong, right? The guy that says if he matches a cheater, he would just quit. That's a poor look at this. No, it's not. If you're trying to enjoy the game opening weekend, then you get matched with a cheater, and they're obviously cheating, and they're running through, and it's ruining your experience, then then backing out and not playing with them, that's not a poor look. They're protecting the integrity of their experience. They don't want to play with somebody like that. Subscribe yesterday. Nice to see you back. Thank you, Chris. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. I, they're well within their right to say... I paid $60 for this. I want to have a good experience. I don't want to have my experience messed up and sullied by cheaters. There's nothing wrong with that at all. 
I can see people hopping down from tier 15 to maybe tier tier 10 or 12. Not everyone wants to play Ultra Veteran all the time. Sure, and there's a big difference between somebody dropping down a couple of levels and playing with a cheater. Like, it's not going to be even remotely the same. There'll be a noticeable and potent difference between playing with somebody who is essentially juicing and somebody who's like, oh, I want to go down a couple levels in world tier difficulty because I'm getting a little burned out at the upper levels. It's it, they're not one and the same. If somebody comes down a couple levels in world tier and they're a little bit stronger and it makes it a little bit easier for you, you're not going to throw your controller up and be like, yeah, well, my experience was sullied. I didn't have an exactly perfect experience where everything was at my level. Like that, most people are not going uh, to 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 conclude that sharp of a of a of a conclusion, right? What's going on with Outriders shaming cheaters? If you're new, thank you so much for being here. They're going to be putting a watermark on people who are caught cheating and also making sure that they only match make with other cheaters. So they're going to kind of like shove them off to the side so they cannot affect your gameplay and your experience. Uh, If you haven't been here before, this is kind of what we do. Monday through Friday, we take a gaming topic and we break it down. We use a poll as a great catalyst for conversation. So be sure to get over there and cast your vote and get a comment on there. At the end of this, I'm recording this right now. Uh, The stream's going to go for a couple more hours, but I record about an hour segment where I read through your responses. And uh, if you leave a response, it might get read on the recording. So head on over there and cast your vote. That's a great reason to be subscribed to the channel as well. Uh, you can hit subscribe and the bell button. And we almost have 800 likes on the video. A couple more likes to roll it over. Diesel Gas left a comment on the poll. Says, cheating makes the game old fast. Like when my friend gave me uh, presents in Fallout 76, I stopped playing a week later. Uh, shortcuts are always bad in my opinion i'm telling you it never goes well for people to take those kind of shortcuts you know you just you can't you 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 cannot enjoy the game the way it was designed you're gonna walk away pretty quickly i would imagine matchmaking will compare level and gear score and world tier so even if a fully leveled person drops world tier their gear level will try to match with similar people i mean i suppose that's true if some big strong dude who's been playing for two straight weeks wants to go down and slum it at a lower world tier, I could see the game being like, well, hang on a minute. We don't want to necessarily match you with people unless they're of equal strength, right? If you're if you're wanting to go down to those lower tiers, then I could see them saying, oh, we're going to try and match you with other people uh, in at this tier level um, as, as opposed to to just like letting you, you know, in essence, you know, potentially kind of run amok in someone's game, you know, if, because this is different than other games where everything kind of evens itself out. One of the problems with Division when it launched was if someone was 10 levels higher than you and they came and played with you, the the, the, the makers of Division, Ubi, Ubisoft, Ubisoft, however you say their name, they thought it would be a good idea to raise all the enemy levels to be the level of the highest person. So then you couldn't do anything. Well, I'm level 5 and you're level 10 and now everything's level 10. Now they fixed this later on and they made everything at their level for them and at your level for you. And so that was kind of how they fixed that so that you could play with your buddies. I think they did this in Division 2. I think they did it in Division 2. 
and when they did that it was a way to kind of keep it from being you know what we're what we're talking about like mismatch becomes a huge problem for your experience you know will you be marked if you do an in-game exploit no no i the way they've outlined it we're going to read through everything they said here in a moment so if you want the details on what they consider cheating and what their plan of action is we'll be reading through that shortly so stick around for that i do my best to have a discussion oriented channel but it's also meant to be sort of news oriented i'm going to try and give you the news i'm not just going to sit here and read the news to you i'm going to try and make it uh you know interactive and fun so uh let's see plucky responded to the poll and said cheating is always an issue i'm glad that they are marking them in games so everyone can see who to avoid i want to enjoy the game as it was intended same ashen says coming from dark souls yes it can affect me even if you usually play solo if i summon you and you're one-shotting everything you might as well remove all the enemies and let me just look at the beautiful map design. Join us, Lono. <laughs> no, I'm not joining you. Uh, Wardhuff says, Love the ideas of cheaters being identified as long as they are stopped from con- continuing to cheat while they continue to play. Um, they will actually just keep uh, Outriders cheats from joining you they're gonna be able to keep cheating like let's be clear about something here they're gonna be able to continue uh cheating but they won't be able to play with you does that make sense so they're just gonna keep on playing the game they're not actually going to be kicked out of the game now there's a handful of reasons for this i think number one it's just, I just don't think it's worth the heartache and the headache. Heartache? The headache. I don't think it's worth the headache of trying to ban people. You just, you end up getting, you end up getting in sort of a, um, what I would consider to be a tug of war. A cheater, a cheater tug of war. Uh, more than likely, that's why they wanted to take this route. It's like playing Cheater Whack-A-Mole. I don't think they necessarily want to play Cheater Whack-A-Mole. I think they would much rather uh, go approach it from a different angle, which is just let them keep playing. Like, the energy that's wasted on finding, banning, finding, banning. Now, obviously, if it's automatic, right? Um, Then I would say more than likely more than likely that's unless it's automatic that's energy that they're spending and do they want to spend that energy do they want to be going after these people over and over and over again you know um um uh so the 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 creative approach here this is why in even even in games like you know modern warfare and others i actually think this solution could potentially be a better solution for a variety of reasons you you create the illusion that like oh you can keep playing and you can keep cheating and they think (laughs) i'm getting away with it when slowly but surely they might realize this it might just take a little bit longer right 
it, it might it might take a little bit longer uh, but if if they're if they're under this this diluted state of thinking that they're getting away with it and they can kind of keep cheating it might take them longer before they realize oh I need to make another account and 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 start over I've been quote unquote marked once you're marked in a game like that well then you're basically stuck you're gonna keep getting matched with cheaters and you'll never kind of get out of that funnel well what you would want and what we, hopefully what you would want to have happen is that the people that are getting marked they wouldn't catch it right away does that make sense if they play for one extra weekend or week before they catch it that's actually a good thing right they're not catching it they're not seeing this sort of oh man like I, I'm, I'm, I'm banned well what do you think they're going to do the minute they get banned they're going to make another account they're going to jump back in they're going to start cheating so you could create a window of buffer where the average cheater plays for an extra week or a weekend before they realize they've been quote unquote marked as a cheater or they're only matching against cheaters and I got news for you some of these people are so stupid they wouldn't even catch it They'd be matching cheaters all weekend and they'd be like, man, there's just so many cheaters out right now. Holy moly. Think of how many, think of how many, you know, little drooling dum-dums that used mom's credit card to buy a cheat would just keep on playing because they, they don't catch on to the fact that they're, they just continue to play against cheaters. Like they don't get it. They're too stupid. Again, again, like the way the way that you approach this has to be more creative than just laying down a ban hammer right like ashen says i love how this just uh much this throws indirect shade at bungie bungie's approach is i think laughable because they're essentially this this is what bungie looks like okay this is what bungie looks like they look like a bag of sand in front of a deluge or a flood and they're like we're stopping water from getting in and it's like yes yep you are to a certain degree that little bag of sand those couple bags of sand that you've stacked up is stopping water from getting in but the water is going right around it and getting in anyway ultimately the people that they ban are just jumping right back in they're just jumping right back in and playing. They're they're flexing and they're hey, we just banned a bunch of people. You know, it just to me, it's like it's laughable. It's like, yeah, but they're all just jumping back in and continuing to cheat. They've publicly claimed this. You can see it in how many cheaters you run into, the rhythm with how much you run into them. It's because they just jump right back in like there's not there, there's nothing to it. So you're essentially doing nothing. All, again, it's cheater whack-a-mole. Wham! Got one. Yeah, three more just popped up. You know. Cut off one head and three more take its place. Hail Hydra. Like, it doesn't work. Now, I don't necessarily know if sequestering people in that game would make an enormous difference. I don't. I think they'd catch on really, really fast. They'd be like, yep, we're only matching cheaters now matchmaking takes forever and everybody we're matching against is using cheats right again you would hope that would create some sort of a buffer before they jump back into the pool and do it again 
I think that there is a certain level of of it, it feels like a stronger sense of justice for somebody to get to keep their account and yet they only get matched against cheaters. It's kind of an insult to them. It's like, yeah, you get to keep that account and all your cool stuff on it, but you're just going to get matched against cheaters. Now, the only dilemma you'd run into there is then they could start scamming other people who are trying to buy, uh, you know, trying trying to buy accounts, which I guess you could say if you're trying to buy an account, it probably, you know, it serves you right that you're going to buy an account that's already been marked as a, as, a, as a cheater account or whatever, you know? So I, I don't necessarily know if it would even work, but their approach doesn't work for that simple reason that you ban a person and they jump right back into the pool. Does that make sense? It's like those parents that just don't enforce anything. They're like, get out of the pool. I told you. You're no more swimming. And the kid's like, okay. And he gets out of the pool for 10 seconds. And then mom goes back inside and he jumps back in the pool. And she looks out from the window and she's like, ugh. And then she just doesn't do anything about it. Like That's essentially what's happening right now is get out of here. You're banned. Whoop. And then they just jump right back in. In, in the current situation that we're in now with Outriders, they're protecting the integrity of the game and the experience that you're going to have, which is very, very important. And I think their brilliant decision is to say they can keep cheating. Who gives a frick? They're going to be sequestered. They'll only match with other cheaters. Most of these people will probably play by themselves anyway. Okay. Most of them are going to be playing by themselves anyway. So why risk them banning them? They make another account, then they get matched with newer players because in the newer and the newer before you catch them, right? They're going to be at those newer levels of difficulty, those newer intro areas, and then newer players that are trying to jump in and play legitimately are going to get matched with cheaters. And do you see what I'm saying? You're creating a rotating door where cheaters keep landing with new accounts or new whatever at that bottom rung, and then they're corrupting the experience of newer players. So it's better just to let them keep playing. Just keep them from, you know, matching with other people. That's what I would say. More, 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 more often than not, this is, this is going to be a solution for games like this. It's going to be, it's going to be, I think, a more, a more creative approach as opposed to just continue to play, you know, cheat whack-a-mole, which most, most other companies, that's kind of, that's kind of their approach is they just keep smacking them down. They jump back in, smacking them down and they jump back in. The next, next comment here on the poll from DTM 65. Accomplishments made through skill and cleverness are respected. Are respected. Accomplishments made by cheating are not agreed. And I think that's why that's why the watermark is is so important. Because they cannot, they can't post like a picture or an image or a video or anything. Be like, look at what I've achieved. Look at what I've done. And no, there's a watermark. So you're always going to know, you're always going to know like, no, 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 you're not, that's not legit. Your accolades aren't legit. You're, you know, all the things you've earned. It's all, it's all fake. It's all phony. Um, and obviously they can Photoshop the watermark out, I guess, but the videos wouldn't, wouldn't look right. Like if it's on the player, 
No, we do not have details of what the watermark will say. Um, we don't know if it'll be in menus either. So I suppose somebody could take screenshots of like their accolades or their character and go on Reddit and be like, yeah, I'm one of the first people to do this or whatever. Um, I, I, I don't necessarily... Um, you know, I don't necessarily think that that's going to be a big problem. Like, who cares if somebody's flexing their accolades? The irony is they're banning people only works on people who have not broken the rules uh, and refuse to break them like Lono. <laughs> yeah, it, it's not a good look when you're when you're inefficiently banning cheaters and you, you ban a streamer out of a vendetta. Um, it just isn't a good look. As a AAA company, you know, I, I think their, their recent behavior and, and the recent things that have happened... Um, having a lawyer that represents them try to falsely uh, do an invalid copyright claim. I just that's just embarrassing. Maddie Jarvis says, "I remember this happening to me on Borderlands 2. Played a public lobby. A dude traded with me, and he gave me way too much money and a modded conference call. And it was fun for the first few hours, and it ruined the character for me long term. Yep, same experience in Borderlands uh, Borderlands One for me." Same thing, dude. That that is awful, you know. This person is awesome at video games. Would be a wonderfully sarcastic watermark. I don't know. I still think the watermark is dumb. A public list of all the cheating accounts uh, is much better. Tbh, you could do both. So if some guy is is boasting or bragging on Reddit, somebody could go and cross reference the list of cheaters and be like, "Yeah, it's funny you say that you've." you've got this accolade or this record or this whatever, according to the official uh, Outriders you know, cheat registry, you're one of the cheaters, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yo, what's good, John? You know, you're one of the cheaters. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, I, I, I can get down with that. The, the watermark, again, I, I think that's just the developers being cheeky, you know? They're just being cheeky. I, I don't I don't think that they're genuinely thinking that it's like, oh, that's gonna de-incentivize people from cheating. No, they're being cheeky. They know that it's just something fun they can do to get, you know, to get a little get a little jab in on the cheaters, you know, get a little jab in. That's all it is. Almost a one-to-one ratio on the likes. Yeah, we've had a stellar, stellar day. Uh, if you're one of the newer subs, if you subbed over the weekend or in, during the evenings when I'm not streaming and you're here now in the live audience, I just want to personally say thank you. Uh, traditionally, since I started streaming over here last summer, the evenings and the weekends were death to this channel. We would lose almost all the subs we would gain during the day. And ever since we've gone to Variety, we're constantly gaining subs in the evening and on the weekends. Like, it's super encouraging to just, I keep checking the number and I'm like, it just keeps going up. Uh, It was really, really frustrating. The sub count just wouldn't budge for us. And I think Variety is just um, exposing us to a lot more people that like to watch gaming content on YouTube. Unless the watermark is huge on their screen. Yeah, I mean, I suppose if it's gameplay disrupting... (laughs) You know what I mean? I don't know. You gotta admit, 200 cheaters from a base of 2 million playing is a lot less than I thought it would have been. Well, the thing is, CJ, is it always... It, it, it's like um, It's like a tear in fabric. It's just gonna continue to spread. You know? It's just gonna continue to spread. I, I don't think we can look at that number and be like, oh, that percentage is gonna hold. No. 
more people will, will start doing it. Shaun of the Dead, hitting that join button. Thank you so much for clicking the join button and getting a dope badge and emotes. You're dope and deserve dope stuff. If you guys use the join command and the join button, it does support me directly with a paid membership. And don't forget, the Discord's open to everybody. You guys should definitely start hanging out in the Discord if you're not already. Discord.gg slash SNTRnetwork. Uh, or you can use the Discord command in chat. And if you're a paying member here, you get more privileges in there. More stuff opens up to you. Um, so let's read through some more of the responses here. Tyler uh, Geist says, Yes, if the devs collect player data to help discover and innovate new ideas, it would be kind of hard for them to figure out ways to improve when cheaters skew the data. Exactly. This would hurt Outriders uh, DLC in the future, right? Now, obviously, they could remove that th- th- those people from the data. You know what I mean? The number is also misleading with two-thirds of the platforms that can't cheat. That's true. That is true, right? A lot, you know, you're not going to see a lot of cheaters on the consoles. You just aren't. If people start figuring out how to cheat on the PS5, you've got the Denuvo... Um, anti-cheat is there and ready if, if, if Outriders wants to use it um, according to official reports that that Denuvo anti-cheat is being used by some of the PS5 launch titles like it actually it is, it's actually being used by some of them uh, what's good E-Man um, so I accept uh, more will I was surprised by the number as for me the less cheaters the better and the separation from the legit and cheaters is spot on. Right, if there's only a couple hundred people cheating, man, that matchmaking is going to be freaking terrible. Uh, it, it's going to be terrible. Um, it, it's going it's to take a lifetime, you know. It's going to take a lifetime to get anybody to play with. What if the watermark, watermark was just a, growing, a glowing bright pink or something, and it gives them a shader? Color me a tad confused. But as the format of the morning changed, no more Q&A or VIP call-ins, I was under the impression those were returning at some point. Okay, I I can speak to that because Q&A was a super inconsistent value point because it was super dependent upon the subject. So people would be highly interested in something and submit questions, and then the next day people would be less interested and we'd get no questions. So I could not allot time for something that wasn't consistently happening. What started to make more sense was using the poll and the interaction with the poll as sort of a new version of that. Now, I know that's not something that's behind the membership tier like Q&A was. Q&A was genuinely only behind the membership tier because it automatically populated the database, the, the, the spreadsheet, and that was a great uh, you know, protection against drive-by trolls who would just waste our time. Uh, so the channel has evolved and because it's evolved, certain things have kind of fallen by the wayside. That doesn't mean they won't come back in different ways. We are looking, um, we are looking to bring back the Q and a as something that we do specifically on the network, SNTRnetwork.com. SNTRnetwork.com is going to be, um, the home of different memberships and different content that never hits YouTube. It's a completely separate thing, alright? And that is essentially launching very, very soon. And we're going to start building 
that as something that if you want more personal vlogs from me, community uh, addresses and videos, uh, as well as a cooler and more unique way to do Q&A, we're going to house it there. It didn't make sense to try to do Q&A or VIP call-ins every day here, because I'm going to be honest with you. Even when we were doing it, it was roughly the same 10 people every day, right? And it was like, I'm allotting time, I'm setting aside this time for this, and it just it isn't happening consistently, and then generally it was always the same people anyway. Um, so the poll and the commentary on the poll and the back and forth, it seems to be a better engine for the channel anyways, because it's actually woven into the YouTube experience. Um, and that's good for YouTube. They measure the poll interaction and they say, there's a lot of activity on this channel right now. So... And yes, we do have a merch store. And soon the merch store will be featuring uh, the microphone from the network, the joystick from the gaming channel, uh, the SNTR Presents logo. We're going to start to have like a more fully fleshed out uh, merch store as well. Um, oh, and I know this is during the recording, but I want everybody to hear it. With respect to the coffee and the Rageless Roast, I don't have good news about the timing. That is still you know, longer than we wanted it to be. Nothing has, nothing has changed there, but they sent me a medium and a dark roast version of the coffee. And the dark roast is unbelievably good. It's so good. I I, I actually think I prefer it to the light roast. So once we get the light roast up and running and we know it's a reliable thing that we can offer to you as a purchasable item, uh, we will then launch the dark roast and it is fantastic. So I have good news about the coffee. It's not good news about the timing, uh, and we hope we can get into a better relationship with this company where we can more reliably order refills and, and new batches. Because I don't want to start an order for Dark Roast and run into the same conundrum we've been running into this time, which is we're, we're sitting here, you know, with our... We're, we're holding nothing, you know? We're holding nothing. So, Crucible Coliseum merch, I have no idea. That's not something that's under my, uh, my jurisdiction. So I imagine eventually they would want to do that, though. Um, so... Uh, Zinthos replied to the poll, any multiplayer game is at risk if cheaters, oh, of cheaters ruining the experience nowadays. Glad to see them get ahead of it. Agreed. 100% agree with that. Happy Gengar says, I love what they're doing to the cheaters. I hope this becomes a standard moving forward with games. Same. Uh, Melrose Mike says, cheating's always a big deal. It hurts the overall player experience. I do like the shaming watermark. It's great to see something like this. Uh, it would be great to see something like this in Call of Duty or Destiny 2. Uh, Red Demon Eyes says, it feels good that a company is shaming cheaters. Maybe Trials could learn from it. LOL. Uh, probably not. Too busy banning streamers <laughs> uh, Coral says if a game has online matchmaking whether co-op or PvP it's definitely a big deal their response to cheating was just about perfect uh, I agree Sorcerer of Havoc says cheating hurts everyone as a whole not just the cheater the game can't grow naturally uh, um, with if people are cheating yep I agree with you it, it, it hinders it hinders the sense of progress for anybody who gets caught up in it and uh, I, I, you know that's that's always going to be uh, a bit of a problem you're never you're, I don't think you're never I don't think you're ever going to be able to make like an argument that like you know cheating cheating is sort of a you know a non-issue again unless you're completely utterly playing by yourself and no one else can play with you no online anything um 
that that's not that's not going to ever be a very strong argument i don't think They're like yeah, it's not a big deal you know um so uh oh. so i would i would think that you know more often than not the the argument breaks down very quickly the minute matchmaking the minute matchmaking is a part of the equation the oh it's no big deal laissez-faire sort of shrug shouldered attitude it just doesn't work there's there's too much at risk the minute there's matchmaking guys we're super close to 900 likes smash that like button if you're enjoying the morning here today top reply uh, said something on the poll here says people think just because there's no pvp that cheating isn't bad but it could ruin the loot grind for people uh who then are unsatisfied and leave with the uh leave a bad name for the game yep exactly puts a bad taste in their mouth you know what i mean breaks the immersion and makes takes away the feeling of accomplishment um agreed uh not only that it's not about it's not even about taking away the feeling of accomplishment it's like you're suddenly not playing they're just running up and killing everything or they're flying through and and maybe they're glitching checkpoints or they're who knows you know it was like that thing that people were doing in uh anthem you know they would glitch the checkpoint and it's like why are these guys continually dying i don't understand you know and then they and then they try and get you to do it it's a similar it's a similar situation it's like wait a minute i don't understand why is this happening now one of the things that happens here and this is something that people forget is it tends to spread cheating in pvp spreads because people feel like they can't win without cheating so they cheat because everybody else is cheating and when that happens it's it's spreading almost like a disease now the other thing right uh the other thing that ends up happening is everybody thinks everyone's a cheater People are like, well, everyone's a cheater. I, I'm, there's a cheater under every rock. Every single person that you fight, every single person that hits a good shot on you is potentially cheating, right? So two diseases spread in player versus player games from cheating. Number one, cheating begets more cheating. Because people are like, forget this, dude. I'm just going to try and find these cheats. It's getting ridiculous. And it's, it's hard to ever think that it's hard to ever think that someone actually outplayed you. It's like, I don't know, dude, that was kind of sus. You know, I don't know, dude, that shot was kind of sus. These are these are things that that happen in a PVP environment. Now, in a PVE environment, it it becomes a different animal. It's like, well, did that guy actually get all those legendaries? Is that guy actually that level? Did that did that guy actually get all that stuff? You know what I mean? Is that guy actually that strong? Now, I don't see that happening as much in Outriders. It's more about the fact that, like, they're going to steamroll everything, and then you're going to be like, why did I get matched with this guy? I'm not even playing the game, right? The people who got mad because they went to farm bounties in a lost sector, and I pulled them forward in a lost sector. Right, 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 right. They're trying to farm the bounties, right? Yeah, and they're, they're going in. They're playing the game in a backwards way. Yeah, it happened in Anthem. They'd be like, come on, dude, kill your, you know, jump off, jump off, kill your player, kill your player. And it was like, why? I don't understand. Well, they're trying to, they were trying to brute force, brute force checkpoints in the one mission in Anthem. And then when that got patched, then people were just going into the one stronghold, getting to the first chest and then leaving. So if you wanted to actually play the stronghold beginning to end, it was almost impossible to get anybody to stay in. They would all just end up leaving after the first chest. 
So. Are you going to call the ones who run through the map to get to the boss cheaters? No, no, no one's saying that. That would be something that nobody said. You dreamt that up. It's called a straw man. Like, you're making up a bad argument or a dumb argument to argue against it. No one here is claiming that if you run through the content just to get to the boss, that you're cheating, right? If you're actually playing Outriders at the level of challenge and at the level of difficulty where, like, good loot's dropping, that won't even be a possibility anyway. Have, Have you played Outriders? Dude, when you're running in the open, if you're not killing enemies, it's not going to go well for you. It is not going to go well for you. You are going to get absolutely melted, especially once you start increasing the difficulty. And I believe in a lot of the areas, you can't advance until you kill everything anyway. There is no, like, just run past the ads and go melt the boss. That's not really a thing in Outriders. A lot of the areas were requiring, at least it felt like it was requiring me kill the enemies to kill the captains to kill the, you know to clear the area so it's not even going to really be possible for anybody to do that like they're just going to blast past everything now again if they're cheating maybe if they're using some sort of a damage cheat or a speed cheat or something like that those are those are entirely uh, possible outcomes so let's refresh the poll results here and see where we landed here uh, we're nearing a thousand votes on the poll thank you so much everybody who took part in this poll today uh we have a 10 minute video we need to do i want to break down you guys haven't seen it yet i have all the information about what they consider cheating what their approach will be hey if you cheated in the demo just to kind of test it out i have information for you on what you need to do so you don't get branded as a cheater in the main game if you're listening to this recording recording elsewhere and you're listening to the audio or watching the other video or whatever you can always catch me at sntrlive.com. Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be my video about Outriders is going to be shaming cheaters. Uh, and what does this mean? If you're listening to this on iTunes, Spotify, or watching on my other YouTube channel where I upload these, you can always catch me live at sntrlive.com. And we put a, a link to that as well in the description if you'd like to catch these streams live in the mornings, Monday through Friday. So... Cheating in a game like Outriders is a bit of a weird topic because a lot of people don't think there would be cheating in a game like Outriders. There's no PvP, and it's mainly a you know co-op PvE looter shooter. Uh, so we did a poll this morning, and those of you that saw the results, we were right around 1,000 votes. It's about a 70-30 split. 70% are being like, yes, it is a big deal, right? And... You know, it, it is a big deal for cheating to be in a game like this. And others, you know, have said that it, it's 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 not a big deal. The, the lower number said it wasn't that big of a deal if people are cheating in a game like this. If you played Anthem for any stretch of time, you know how much cheating and exploits, brute forcing, uh, and playing the game in, a, in an unnatural way can be so bad for everybody's experience, especially when a game is driven by matchmaking. So, the Outriders demo saw a few bumps and problems that were quickly rectified. Like any game, Outriders will attract players looking to take shortcuts or use cheats to get ahead. People Can Fly have announced that they will be placing a cheater watermark on players who have been found using cheats in the game. They've made good design decisions with respect to some of the potential farming exploits that could hurt players in the experience they have during the gameplay of Anthem we saw this when it launched people would go into a stronghold beat the first area get the first chest 
boom, and they would leave. The expeditions in Outriders will work in a very different way. The loot only drops at the end, basically motivating you to go all the way to the end and play it as it's designed. It's good to see them taking steps toward naming and shaming cheaters, as so many companies seem to be weak on aggressive tactics toward cheaters in games. So let's break down what they said. I've got everything they said here. They, they did like a bullet point sort of thing. What do they say? And then right after this, I'm going to walk through, what about if you cheated in the demo? So they do commentate on that. If you just kind of cheated in the demo to goof around, but you're not going to cheat in the main game. So, this is a direct quote from their post. They said, for context, they said, at the time when we reached around 2 million players, we identified 200 players who had clearly cheated. Now, the the important point here is to show a very low percentage that clearly cheated. That doesn't mean there's not more than that. There probably were, but they did it in maybe, you know, a low-key way and didn't get caught. In percentage terms, that's 0.01%. We can see you all. Yes, even the person who gave themselves 600 legendary weapons. So somebody out there decided to give themselves 600 legendary weapons, probably breaking them down for materials and for mods. Now, what are they going to do if they catch you cheating? Repercussions are account-wide, not character-specific. You will not be able to matchmake with legit players. That's a very good, that's probably the best part about this. Matchmaking will likely take significantly longer. If you're one of the 200 people out of the 2 million, you don't have a whole lot of people to matchmake with, okay? You will still be able to play solo. In the future, your HUD, your heads-up display, will have a discreet but visible watermark placed on it so that gameplay footage created on this account can be readily identified as coming from a flagged account. Now, this is likely targeting YouTubers because YouTubers have a vested interest into spending money on a cheat, getting everything super, super fast, and making videos before anybody else does. If they do this, and that cheating watermark is there two things are likely to happen. Number one, that's embarrassing. People are going to call you out, and YouTubers don't necessarily like that. Now, they might, because that might drive more attention to the video, but the second thing that's very likely to happen is, they can strike the video and claim it to come down. They They can do this. They can say, you are promoting cheating, you are promoting breaking terms of service by actively uploading content that shows you cheated in our game. They can do this. Many game companies have done this in the past when they have videos showing off how to use a cheat or showing off where to get them. They're allowed to do this. They're allowed to protect their intellectual property because cheating is damaging to both your experience if you cheat as well as other people's experiences if they end up getting matched with you. So, the the watermark will likely be there for that reason. You can just edit the file and remove the watermark. Highly doubtful. I, you know, that, that, that's highly that's highly doubtful. I don't think they would go to these great lengths to do this, and then all you got to do is go and edit the edit the files. I, I don't think. First of all, it hasn't happened yet, so you're we don't even know if that's a possibility. This would all be for naught if it was that simple to do. So that's how they're approaching this. Now, the real question is. What what is cheating and what if, what if you cheated in the demo? Because some people are like, well, what if I did this exploit? What if I brute force a checkpoint? What if I did this? What if I did that? Okay, well, let, let's break it down. 
If you cheated during the demo, just to try it out, but you wish to go into the main game unbranded, you must delete all characters and items on your entire account in order to wipe the slate clean. So they're giving you a second chance, right? They're giving you that second chance, just delete all your characters and all your items, and then you're going to start fresh. You should not carry over any progress between the demo and the main game if you previously cheated, but you do not plan to do so in the main game, okay? Now, these are considered cheats. So, what is cheating, okay? Intentionally running the game on PC without easy anti-cheat. So, if you shut off easy anti-cheat, like if you figure out a way to play the game by shutting that off, they're going to assume that's cheating, right? You've shut that off for some reason. Modifying game files to enhance a character's level, their skill, their inventory. So if you're going into the game files to mess with like frame rate or motion blur, they don't care about that. If you're trying to enhance your character's level, your skills, your inventory, in-game benefits, that's cheating. Externally modifying game time to reduce time-dependent features such as vendors and challenges. So all you folks that did this, you told me to do it, and I said, I'm not doing that. If you made the, you know, the vendors refresh their stuff sooner, that's considered cheating using a trainer program or similar to gain advantages within the game so XP, currency, whatever these trainer programs where you can like deliver money and loot to yourself using gameplay altering programs such as aimbots or wall hacks so that's the most obvious one I don't see why you would really want that in a game like this, it's not PvP but who knows, maybe you have the aim of a potato and you feel like you really you know, you want to run <laughs> an, aim, an aimbot in Outriders. So those are all considered cheating. Now they did list things that are not considered cheating. If you want to go get that full uh, comprehensive list, just go find their full post on Steam where they put it. Lastly, a standard approach. I think this should be the standard approach going forward for games that discover cheaters. Obviously, in many games, they would just make another account and start over, but the act of being caught, sequestered from the general population, and then branded is a sweet dose of justice. Now, in games like Call of Duty, uh, or games like Fortnite, or whatever, or Apex Legends, I think the sequestering them from the general population should be done, because they won't know initially. There's probably thousands of dum-dums out there that would just keep on playing and not realize that they're being sort of put into their own little pool of cheaters. Now, a lot of them would catch on, sure, and then they'd make another account and they'd start over, but the more people you could probably trick into continuing to play on a sequestered account, the better. You're creating a buffer between when they jump back in and when they're able to start cheating in the general population once more. More and more game companies need to be both aggressive and creative in the way that they deal with cheaters, acting like it is wrong to name and shame or make it publicly known when someone is banned for cheating or caught cheating would begin to potentially turn down the tide for many. They'd be like, well, I don't want to be put on blast publicly now. Again, again, we have to consider how much cheating is an act of rage or rebellion, and many of them would relish in having a watermark or enjoy the sense of momentary fame if they're publicly called out. They're like, yeah, yeah. They said my username. They would like that. Some of them would, sure. I do think, at the very least, keeping these players away from the rest of the player base is an ideal first step that should always be taken to slow down the create a new account and jump back in deluge. This idea that, well, 
I'm just going to make another account and jump right back in. We know this is standard practice in Destiny as well as other games that are free to play because it's not difficult. There's no price hurdle. There's no, I got to buy the game again. Keep in mind, many of the people that do these cheats are paying for them. Subscription services. A major cheating company was just shut down making millions of dollars. There is an economy of cheating. And many of these players will continue to pay for games and pay for access to games because they're already paying for cheating. And in a game like Outriders, it just makes the most sense to say, you know what? You can keep on cheating all by yourself. You can ruin your own experience all by yourself and play solo in your happy little solo or matchmake with other cheaters experience as opposed to playing cheater whack-a-mole. The energy that they would spend trying to find and ban cheaters is wasted given that they can just do this to keep them away from the general population and therefore protect the integrity and the experience of their legit players and consumers because you want people during their first week of Outriders to have a great experience because then they're more likely to come back if they ever expand it or sell anything in the future and that looks good for them and they're able to collect all that data. You are a valuable asset to the future of this game if you play it for a month or longer. You're less likely to do that if you run into a bunch of cheaters who ruin your game experience and blitz through content or make things seem trivial because they've got these modifications in the game. So, if you're listening to this elsewhere, you can always catch me at sntrlive.com.